0: Well, howdy, y'all. Hello. And welcome to this here roundup.
1: Woody's roundup.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. We're here.
1: What are we rounding up?
0: All the things we like.
1: Well, how do you do?
0: We're putting them in a lasso and we're sending them over to you. Oh. It's a rodeo of things to like. And likes to thing.
1: <laughs> I don't think you realize how that sounded.
0: There's a snake in my boot
1: <laughs> And it
0: bit my toe.
1: <laughs> Your toe?
0: Yeah, it was in my boot, so it bit my toe.
1: Well, did you step on it?
0: Kind of. It's my fault. I'm not saying that it's the snake's fault. It's my fault I got bit. This probably venomous and so I'm a little bit delirious, so
1: I see. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to our show. We like, like stuff, stuff. And is, so, so should you. you. Um, a show where With there's a round snake in. Up. I was going to do the snake in the boot.
0: Sorry, go uh,
1: for a, it. A, a show where there's a snake in our boots.
0: Uh, I wish you said our boot. <laughs> <laughs> our one boot. The, collect,
1: no. the, the shared boot. The shared boot. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Mom, is not giving back the boot. <laughs> I don't know. That's like a whole thing. It is? Not sharing the boot. Like, that's like a sibling thing.
0: Yeah, but... Okay. I don't know. You're just saying, not sharing the boot. Classic sibling thing. <laughs> Classic siblings not sharing that boot.
1: Not sharing a thing. It's not, the, it's not boot related. Is boot
0: the singular for booty?
1: No. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, like, what if a boot is, like, a single what are you, treasure?
1: What are you, Newfie? A boot? Like, about? With a Newfie uh, accent? Come on, that was pretty good. Uh, you just didn't get it in time.
0: Well, wasn't that good then, was it?
1: It, it? I think it was.
0: I think what I was going on about was better. But,
1: uh, actually, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a little, like, to start us off with?
0: Totally tubular. I definitely do.
1: Do you have a big... Do you have have something to talk about? Yeah, of course. I do.
0: I do. (laughs) Obviously. I even did small amounts of research.
1: That's what you were on your phone about. I thought you were actually looking up stuff. Like, other things. I thought you were just on your phone.
0: Well, I was also ordering us a new filter for our thing.
1: Our air filter? Well, that's good. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure it needs to be changed.
0: Well, the other light's on now. I don't know if you noticed. No. There was, like, the pre-filter light, and now the, like, filter the filter light. The main filter light?
1: light? Yeah. So we need two filters.
0: Yeah, I think it all comes in one. Okay. There's, like, a HEPA filter and, like, a charcoal filter for smell.
1: Oh, I see, I see. Okay, well...
0: I guess I do have a little like. Okay. Do you have one? Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to go first?
1: If you can.
0: I can. Um, what? Nothing. Okay. Um, my little like is a little website called Cuddle Clones.
1: Aww. For real. Yeah. Yeah.
0: uh yeah is that it well now i'm sad (laughs) well that's on you uh yeah cuddle clones makes clones of your pet and they do a really good job at making it look exactly like your pet um to the point that when my dad came over, he thought that we got one of our guinea pigs taxidermied.
1: Oh, uh, I didn't realize he thought it was taxidermied.
0: Yeah, he thought that was oh, him. Oh,
1: just straight up, eh? Because
0: it looks so much like him. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if you ever want a replica of your pet that is quite expensive, but very good yeah, I think in it was worth capturing it. your pet, then, uh, you know, something to look out for. I think it's, um, for me, it's been helpful um, to be able to um, see him. So, yeah.
1: How about we change the topic?
0: Okay, what's your little, like...
1: Um well that oh yeah. I was like, that really messed me up. <laughs> it really took away my uh train of thought. Do
0: do 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 it's a roundup, do do it's a roundup of little like spread it.
1: Uh oh man, remember when we were doing like themed shows and then we did a sad one and mm-hmm. we were like, ah. Looks like we're going to do a scary one next. And then we just did Paul Bart <laughs> too. <laughs> that, fits, that fits the theme. And then we didn't go back to those themes. We yeah. didn't do any more themed ones, I don't think.
0: I'd like to do a themed one again.
1: Yeah. I th- oh, actually, I think we did do a scary
0: one. I think we did. And that was yeah, it. Yeah, because I think I talked about Dead Silence?
1: Dead Silence? Oh, yeah, that puppet movie. Yeah.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> hey. The
1: guy was a puppet. He was. Yeah. Spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> For a really old movie.
1: <laughs> Wasn't it like 2008 or
0: it's, nine? I don't know. It's, it's not probably important. Probably earlier.
1: Anyways, my little like is, uh, oh, my God. What am I, you? <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, collecting things. Mm. Um, I haven't really... We you ha- do do that. Well, yeah, no, we, well, we haven't really bought anything relatively new as of recent, um, which is good. We don't need to. Um, but what I mean... What do
0: you classify as recent?
1: Well, what are you thinking of that you bought?
0: That.
1: That was February? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I wouldn't classify that really as recent. Um, well, That's I guess it. I guess the Borderlands things count as well. That was before. Oh, that was before? I
0: think so.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I think... Anyways. Um, like, usually... Um, or, I guess, years before, I, either me or Melissa would basically come home with something... Not substantially, like, expensive, but substantial in terms of collecting, like, once a month. And, like, it's just months at a time where we don't. But I think the worst I get is I still, like, buy cards every now and then, but... I can throw ten dollars or like twenty dollars at cards, and get like half a deck. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that kind of like fills that need. Yeah. Um, recently, it's been a bit more because they did the the, the latest Magic set, um, which I guess when this episode airs would be Battle, f- or I think it's Battle at Baldur's Gate. So they do, they're doing like a second D and D thing that comes out. Well, it came out last Friday. Oh, it came out already? No. I'm talking about for when this episode airs. Oh. Uh, it comes com- out tomorrow. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Uh, but it, it, yeah, it came out Friday.
0: Came
1: out Friday? Yeah. J- June 10th. It came out June 10th. But the one previous to that was Elspeth's, who is a planeswalker. I'm not going to get into it. But Elspeth's home plane, which is Capenna, uh, uh, which this set was called New Capenna. Uh, streets of New Capenna, because that's a whole story. Now it's really cool, and I didn't realize Elspeth came from this plane, uh, so it was super cool. And uh, there's another planeswalker, Vivian, that came from the. I guess my little like is magic now. <laughs> um, but Vivian also went to this plane. They're all, and it's basically just like demon mafia, but there's like there's like the lawyer mafia. The I think they were called the brokers. Um, there's like the intelligence mafia. Which are the guys that you like. Um, there's the do
0: like that. There's
1: the there's the party what? mafia, um, which are cats and citizens. Well, it's just like the big fat demon cat.
0: Cats are citizens. <laughs> Don't put them in separate categories.
1: That's fair. There's the classic mafia, that guy got killed by Obnixilis. But um, Wow. and there was the other one called the It's like He'll be
0: swimming with the fishes.
1: I, literally, there's a there's this card called that swimming with the fishes.
0: Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah,
1: it's really great. They made cards like all mafia like related terms, and it's really funny, uh, really great. Um, there's like literally one called like a deal you can't refuse. It's so good. Uh, the other one, I made two decks. One of the Cabaretti, which are the cat demon with the cat demon guy, mm-hmm. uh, the party demons, and then one of the riveteers, which are the builders. So, like, the, the Construction Worker Mafia. Like, it, it's such a good set. So, I built the two decks, and I and I was having a good time. Melissa built the Obscura, which yeah, is the, uh, the... I haven't
0: finished it.
1: No, I know. And I don't think you have the main demon guy. Which you don't need. There are better commanders than than them. But I really like the theme of, like, yeah, the, the, the boss of the Mafia is the commander. But, yeah, that set just came out. And then this new set... Um, What? It's like Baldur's Gate stuff, some more magic. No. uh, D&D related. It's more D&D related. Um, But there's uh, a character that's fairly well known in D&D called Minsk. Uh, I believe he's like a barbarian bard Mm -hmm. or something of that nature. Um, But his whole deal is that he has a little hamster uh, that he's like bonded with.
0: Yeah. I forgot to tell you. I am... Played, like, the other day I only had two students, and yeah. so we played a game that one of the other teachers left in the class, and it's this game.
1: Yeah. It's really yeah. good. Was it, yeah. Monster Madness?
0: Yeah. Um, Dungeon Mayhem.
1: Dungeon because May- it's made by the Wizards of the Coast or D&D. Yeah,
0: but there was a minx deck in there oh, that nice. you could play, and I played it, and uh, I should have won, but...
1: That's all right. Your students probably are ba- uh, or cheating or something
0: No I was kind of letting them win because they didn't really know what they were doing Tisk tisk and then there was just a point where there was no coming back for me oh that's
1: fair yeah. Uh, but yeah Minsk uh, he has a little hamster literally a hamster um, and like the card that you could get that they originally released like last year. Uh, like the flavor text is just says go for the eyes boo and he's just like throwing him yeah. uh, and his whole
0: that's a card in it
1: yeah it is
0: in this game
1: oh nice yeah because apparently that's like his whole thing in like the actual story is written for D- uh for D&D Dungeons and Dragons um, but yeah like he I think he has like magic in the sense that he makes boo giant so boo just ravages people uh, and it's really gay, uh, great and I really want to. Actually, I was going to convince you um, because the set's coming out tomorrow. Uh, I mean, it's it's coming out eh, because the set's already out. Eh, um, <laughs> uh, we should split on a bundle because I really like buying bundles, hmm. and it'll come with an actual D twenty. Hmm. Because normally Magic the Gathering, the the spin down counter for your life for for uh, recording your life, um, it's a it's a D twenty, so a twenty sided dice, but all the numbers are like coinciding. So twenty will be uh, attached to the face that has 19 and, and it'll like circle all throughout. And spin down. You literally just spin it to the next one. Um, the Desert Dragon sets come with proper D20s. So they're like weighted properly and they're like made properly so you can actually use them. And I think they're neat. And they're giant relative to regular D20s. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. What uh, What's your big and fancy like... Because it's been, it's been a couple of weeks because uh, the power went out. And in recovering that, we had to, like, throw away our entire ah! fr- contents of the fridge uh, and freezer. That was... That sucked. We, like... I, I, like, made all the food in the fridge as fast as possible. Melissa was gone for that weekend, so she came home to an empty fridge. I yeah. didn't open the freezers until, like, Wednesday when the power went out Saturday. Mm-hmm. And on Wednesday, I was like, I guess that's it. <laughs> Uh, so I threw away most of the things and, like, well, no, I threw away everything in both freezers. I took some things, like, I took meat yeah. uh, to Ali's place to put in their freezer because I was like, I need to, I, meat's expensive. This sucks. Tried to save some of the fruit, but, like, I think water got in there and, like, when it melted... It wasn't it got, good. Yeah, it, it yeah. was bad. No. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, we haven't done an episode in a while, so I don't remember who went last. Um, I know, I wrote it down because... I've, I
0: will say that I have two things to talk about.
1: Oh, maybe we could do an actual two-part.
0: I was hoping we could do two each. Well,
1: episode. you go first.
0: So I'm not going to take too much time. We'll see. And then in the promise that you will also take a regular amount of time.
1: We'll see. But well, that's why I want you to go first, at least.
0: And then it comes back to me. Yes. And then I do a small amount. Yep. Then it goes back to you.
1: Well, we're 15 minutes in.
0: And you do a small amount.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's the normal... Well,
0: we've got how much time?
1: 45?
0: 45? Minutes. Don't we have 50?
1: 50... We, like, we, we, we... Our episodes are like 59 minutes and 30 seconds. 58. It's, it's between oh, 58... Oh, I
0: thought you were saying we had 45 minutes total.
1: No. Yeah, we have we 45 have minutes left. left. Yeah.
0: Okay. So... We each take ten minutes, yeah. five-minute bumper.
1: Yeah. Well, that's
0: fine. That's perfect. Sure. Okay, ten minutes on the clock.
1: So, yeah, the last thing you talked about was Our Flag Means Death two episodes ago and then Disc Golf last episode. Right.
0: Okay. Uh, and then I'm I, putting on a timer <laughs> and Yeah. And whoa, I'm whoa. only going to do ten minutes and then you're going to do the exact same.
1: Okay. Because I did Everything Everywhere all at once. Everybody should still watch that movie. It's so good. It's the best multiverse movie and. Um, it's You know what? It's better than uh, Multiverse of Madness. I'm going to say it right here. Live. live. You haven't just, even seen Multiverse of Madness. You don't know that. I, I have not.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, if you've seen it, then that would it means be I rude.
1: Saw, yeah, because I saw it without you. Uh, um, I, well, no. my fav- So my favorite thing is that there are two main sets in Everything Everywhere All at Once. There are like a bunch of random stuff in between. But there are two sets that that movie made with. Um, And there are five visual effects artists for that movie. Five.
0: And that's not a lot.
1: There's like a, like, okay, do your thing. We're cutting into your time. Do your thing and I'll look up how many. It's
0: already been one minute into my thing and I haven't even (laughs) said what my thing is. Do your thing. My thing is a sweet little treat called froyo, Ooh. and to everyone else, that's frozen yogurt.
1: <laughs> for <laughs> the for, for the amateurs,
0: <laughs> for those of you who don't partake in the delicious, creamy goodness that is froyo.
1: So I, the one thing I will say, I do not like yogurt. There's something about we the, all know it. Okay, there's something about the taste and texture, the residue yeah. it leaves in your mouth. Yeah. I will crush frozen yogurt. Because it's probably... We all like... know it. <laughs> okay, continue.
0: Anyway, uh, so yeah, frozen yogurt's delicious. I used to never buy frozen yogurt for myself. I still really haven't. Brennan's mom brings us frozen yogurt, the odd time, and uh, it's from this orchard, and there is a bunch of... What is of the orchard
1: different... called? McMillan's Mac- Mac- Orchard. It's somewhere oh, yeah. in Durham. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's a bunch of uh, different flavors. So we usually get mango, but we get peach. Sometimes, this time we got raspberry and blueberry. We did? Yeah.
1: I didn't have any of those, Melissa.
0: They're still in there. Oh,
1: okay. I saw, I, I saw two of them were super empty, and I was like, yeah. Melissa's at her tricks again.
0: Okay, it's been weeks.
1: It's been literally like a week and a half. Check
0: out the drumsticks.
1: The drumsticks. Uh, That's right.
0: There was 36 in there. (laughs) And I've had like six, maybe.
1: Well, Allie came over and had two.
0: Okay. So that's another two. That's total eight. What about the other 28 that were in there? You know. Huh?
1: You know how these things are. (laughs) Anyway, I am
0: an ice cream fiend. So frozen yogurt, I am also um, likely to eat a lot. However, um, I, uh, I don't know. I find it easier to pace myself with frozen yogurt. So that's good.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. What, 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 what makes that difference? Uh, different.
0: I don't know. I guess like maybe because like, Frozen yogurt, it's good, but it's not... Like, to me, it's not as good as ice cream. Mm. So I feel like I want to eat more ice cream. Whereas frozen yogurt, I, like, eat some because it's delicious, but then I can kind of, like, stop sooner. Okay, okay. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: I don't know if it really does, but that's fine.
0: But frozen yogurt's delicious. It's, uh... It's got fruity flavors. It's got creaminess like ice cream, um, but it's less sweet and a little bit more—dare I say—tangy.
1: Yes, because of the yogurt. Yes.
0: Um. Yeah. Um. Frozen yogurt, um, is was basically invented. When do you think frozen yogurt was invented? <sighs>
1: probably at the dawn of yogurt, which would have been, like, too long ago. You're wrong. Okay.
0: <laughs> take, take a second guess.
1: Um,
0: I'll tell you, it was in the 20th century.
1: Okay. I, I, Frozen yogurt would need, well, things to be cold, and you don't get a lot of cold things until so much later, but I would argue that, Rich people and monarchs had access to cold, so I would argue like the 1400s?
0: I said it was in the 20th century.
1: Was that not the 1400s? No. What? Wait. That's
0: the 15th century.
1: (laughs) I was the king millennia. I was the king millennia. Hush. Okay, that's on me. I did not understand what you were saying. Although...
0: Wild guess. Is it? Yeah, because that's not it at all. Oh
1: <laughs> well, when was okay? When was ice cream invented?
0: Let me check. Ice cream. I'm sure before frozen yogurt. Ice cream.
1: Actually, ice cream is probably like the 1800s. I don't know what I was going on about. I
0: don't know. 17th century. Okay.
1: Okay. I wasn't. I was. Buck, I was wildly off with frozen yogurt, but. Ice cream being 17th century, that's the 1600s, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I feel good about that guess being so wildly off with ice yeah. cream being invented.
0: Yeah, then. it's only that I said the 20th century, yeah, that, which is why it's means, wild. Yeah, it me. I, I do, do not, not listen. Yeah.
1: Like, or, yeah. 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 Um, um, so if it's... A, wait, if it's a 20th century, that would be... I'd say the... I'd say that... I'd say that, like, the... When was the Great Depression? In the 20s? 30s. 30s? I'd say that.
0: No. It was in 1970s.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking because, like, yogurt is, like, is something that, like...
0: Developed 5,000 years ago. No. Yogurt.
1: Oh. Uh, well, no, I'm talking about... Because yogurt is, like, milk and cream that has, like, got, like, bacteria in it, but in a good way. So I figured that, like, that might be, like, a fun thing to do because yogurt, I feel like is a thing that persists. Yeah. Yeah, because like it, even I, I know in India and like other.
0: Yeah, that's where yogurt was originally has origins.
1: Because Middle East. Because in they India. needed they yogurt was a way to keep dairy uh, without it just like going bad like literally. Yeah. Um. So like like that that's why I know that. So I figured that if they needed to keep dairy mm-hmm. or have fun with it, I guess in a time yeah. they could not really have fun. But anyways.
0: Well. Anyway. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, it meant it in the 1970s, known as Frogurt. No. Yeah.
1: Frogurt <laughs> Why would they do that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Froger. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah. Unfortunately, the history of frozen yogurt is not the best. Mainly because, like, the reason why it became popular was because a lot of people wanted to have, like, a healthy, low-fat version, or not low-fat, but, like, less-sugar version yeah. of ice cream. Um,
1: they should have had that, uh, that... <laughs> what's that ice cream that has, like, air in it?
0: Oh, Halo Top? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, this basically says that it boomed in the early 1980s because of health conscious, workout obsessed Americans.
1: That sucks.
0: I know. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so I don't like that because.
1: Mm-mm, no one does.
0: Yeah, for many reasons. Um, but uh, anyway. I I don't like the focus on foods as good or bad and health foods, like weight loss foods. Oh
1: no, diet diet culture is a nightmare. Yeah. Like let's yeah. clear the air on that. Yeah. It's bad. Diets yeah. don't work. Anyways, I'm just just continue. So, Please continue. Anyway. I, don't let me get started.
0: Would you like to know eleven cool facts about frozen yogurt?
1: What website is this?
0: Mental floss.
1: Oh, that's like a weird website that people go to. I I think that's like a BuzzFeed type website where people just, to like literally like slip things through your brain, like floss. It's literally just to like absolutely just destroy your brain with string.
0: Yeah. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. To get those lobes flossed?
1: Yeah. Lobes? Yeah. Yeah, I know they're lobes, but wouldn't you mean the wrinkles? No. You're just going to floss four lobes? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna take this, this dental string and I'm gonna go around the four lobes.
1: You're going around the wrinkles. I saw your hand movement. No? That was the wrinkles. No, that's the lobes. Anyways, go for it.
0: Okay, I have eight seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't just come from cows. The milk of sheep, goats, and water buffalo are sometimes used in the froyo process. Well,
1: that, yeah.
0: Well, camel and yak varieties are available in Middle East and Western China. Mm, That's fairly sense. new in town. That's just because of the nineteen seventies thing, which yeah, got you. So, yeah. it doesn't take long for manufacturers to follow the popsicle model, or it didn't take long. Sorry, There's, these are not cool facts.
1: Are they? Are they, these are the facts? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just to give me a preamble. No,
0: these are the facts. Um, it became soft serve pretty quickly. Uh, don't call it a comeback. It's been here for years. I guess because in the 2010s it became more popular. Mm. It has been honored with its own month-long celebration. Apparently, as of 1993, June is the national frozen yogurt month. Get in line, frozen yogurt. June's other thing. <laughs> Happy Pride, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> nice frick. Uh, the competition in the frozen yogurt market is stiff. Guess there's lots of brands. <laughs> you could buy it dry.
1: Dry? Yeah. What does that mean?
0: It could begin in powder form.
1: Really? Well, I guess you can have powdered milk.
0: It is not necessarily made of yogurt.
1: That is a lie. What is you just have ice cream then? Or is Although it Although yogurt,
0: when unfrozen, is regulated by the FDA and requires a live and active culture seal. Frozen yogurt is not, and it legally may or may not contain live cultures, so you may want to check your labels.
1: Mm.
0: It has powerful allies. So these are
1: the titles.
0: It reached namestake status. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like... I'm over this list. It's not good. And it's not interesting. And I read some of them. You know what happened? Is I read some of them.
1: And you were like, oh, this might be good.
0: No, I was like, this sucks. I'm not going to read all these facts. And then I looked at the title of the article and I was like, 10 fun facts. That's great. Let's read them. And uh, then I was like, oh yeah, these facts suck. Anyway, what's your thing? Time starts now.
1: Uh, well, my first thing is... <laughs> I, <laughs> why are you laughing my first thing is uh, a game that I was playing fairly recently um, called well technically so the game I'm going to talk about <laughs> that's why that's why I wanted to say that every time I played this game Melissa would say something very inappropriate uh, that I will not repeat on the air because um, uh, Melissa I wouldn't
0: say it's a very inappropriate but it's just but...
1: it's just like it takes a lot of explanation and it's like I yep. can explain it, and it will be funny. It's not worth it to have somebody, like, try and be like, no, they're just, they're just mm-hmm. jerks. But uh, Melissa's whole thing is that, like, so when I met her, she would never swear. Like, she didn't. Uh, and I believed, and I still do, that, like, in private, she might do it, like, to herself. <laughs>
0: but I'm just in the corner, like, swearing. <laughs> well, no. <laughs>
1: Get it all out. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if you were at home, like, playing video games by yourself.
0: Yeah, I've done that. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. So, like, but you didn't swear in front of anybody else. Yeah. And it was very cool. Because, like, nobody did that. Yeah. Um, but because of that, whenever Melissa does, like, mess up, it's, like, very jarring. Uh, and then Melissa caught on to that. Um, and has made it a point to say, very, like, wildly inappropriate things, or, like, just the F word. <laughs> like, just blatantly just swear. Um, and it'll be really funny. There was a point in time, like, in the past couple of months where it's kind of getting out of hand. You were doing it, like, a little bit too much, so it stopped being... Like, the joke was good, but you're kind of, like, running it dry. Anyways. That's fair. This is about Orion and the Blind Forest. No. Yeah, Ori and the Blind Forest.
0: That cute little game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ori and the Blind Forest uh, is a side scroller kind of like Metroidvania. Metroidvania. We really need better we need better vocabulary to describe games. Um just Why?
0: Because you need to know about a million video games in order to understand.
1: Yes, and it also means that we don't know how to. It's like, I, It's probably a very false and fake Einstein quote, um, but it's that. It's that thing where, like, if you don't know how to explain it simply, you don't understand it. I don't know if that's like an actual quote from Einstein or somebody famous, but like that's a thing that I do believe. That if you can't, if you can't explain it fairly simply. Even if it's a, like a little bit more complicated topic, aside from like bare bones, like high level math or whatnot, then you don't know it enough to explain it. If you have to like recite the way you learned it verbatim, yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, it's it's a Metroidvania, which effectively just means it's a side scroller. It's a 2D side scroller um, where you uh, collect powers, level up, um, and there's lots of like platforming. Uh, So you're jumping around, you're trying to make very precise jumps. You can, like, uh, jump off of walls or, like, climb walls. Yeah. Um,
0: Which is a reason why I don't play those types of games.
1: Yeah, actually, I was going to say, like, I really like this game, and I think you would really like it, and you'd probably like it on easier difficulty. You'd have a really good time on easier difficulty. Um, There are certain segments where you do have to do, like, there'll be, like, a huge monster chasing you, and you have to, like, just run away, and... I've done like two of them perfectly, where I would run away, get hit a couple of times, but I would like survive the entire trip. If you fail some of those like trips, you have to do the whole thing. There's no like break in between to be like, oh, there's a checkpoint in the middle of that that run. And those runs can be like a full two minutes almost, or like a minute and a half. Um, so in that regard, it might be stressful for you, but I was also playing on the hardest difficulty.
0: Wah, wah.
1: So. Uh, for me, getting hit, like, twice would do me in at, like, the end of the game sometimes. And I was like, oh, doesn't matter. I have, like, 15 health. I started off with three. I'm just getting killed immediately. Um, but, yeah, so the story of Ori and the, uh, the Blind Forest. Um, basically, this, like, this very um, ancient-sounding voice. And they're not speaking English. Uh, but it's kind of like a voice that's happening. It's describing or narrating the story um, uh, of Nibel or Nibel. It's N I B E L. It's the it's the Nibble.
0: maybe Nibel. Uh, apparently,
1: it's the voice of the spirit tree in that forest, uh, where Ori, the guardian spirit, fell from it um, uh, fell from the tree itself, like as a newborn during a storm, um, and was adopted by this like kind of like roly-poly like mother creature and it was really cute uh and that creature was named Na- uh naru or naru n-a-r-u who raised ori as her own a cataclysmic event soon makes all of the forest wither uh and naru unfortunately like in protecting ori as like her child um saves him food and she does die of starvation you have this whole like no! intro montage um, newly orphaned, Ori is left to explore the forest on their own. After collapsing near the spirit tree and being revived by it, Ori later meets or S-e-i-n, uh, Sein, a small orb who guides Ori on a journey to restore the forest. Uh, I'm going to say Sein. Sein uh, tasks Ori with recovering the light of the three main elements supporting the balance of nibble, uh, waters, wind, and warmth. So that's the game. Uh it's like a classic uh, adventure story. And you being the guardian spirit of this forest. Um it's it it's not that it has to be up to you, uh, but you're like a perfect candidate, so you might as well. Um uh, you also meet uh Gumo, the survivor Gumo. of Gumo The Survivor of a Spider-like Gumon clan. Who are wiped out by the forest cataclysm. So he might be the last of his kind. Or they...
0: Luis <laughs> Uh
1: And Kuro. A giant shadowy owl who is hostile towards Ori. Um, and yeah, the game is really fun. You're jumping around. I really like the exploration the world that they built. The combat kind of had like a huge criticism. In where the orb, so sign, um, is your weapon. So... Sign as as they follow you would, like just shoot enemies for you. So you kind of had to like hang around and dodge the enemies while Sign was like like a sentry, like a turret, just automatically mm-hmm. firing. And you can upgrade things. I can't remember what the upgrades were like in the first game because it's been a while since I played that one. Uh, but it was great, and it was still really fun. Um, and yeah, after you, excuse me, uh, explore and all these things, you learn. Why Kuro is so aggressively upset. Um, she had a whole clutch of eggs. And the cataclysm that happened, uh, to the the spirit tree. Um Yeah, the cataclysm so duh, 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 duh. basically when or whatever happened to the forest, Ori fell because of it. Um Sorry, sorry, when Ori fell and was lost to the tree, being the guardian spirit of the forest, the, the spirit tree released a flash of light to look for them. But this flash of light was like far too aggressive. So that flash of light was the cataclysm. Um, which burned and killed all of Kuro's recently hatched offspring when she was away from her nest looking for food. It's just, it's just a story of like... Unintended like consequences for like living with each other, um, and I don't think that's like the actual moral of the story, but that's kind of what happens. Kuro has one final egg that hadn't hatched yet, um, and yeah, Kuro absolutely steals um, the core of the tree. So because of that flash, Kuro became aggressive, stole the core of the tree, and because the core was gone. The forest started to die and wither, uh, and Sign is actually the spirit of the tree. Um, so Sign, like whatever power they had left, came to you and was like, "Hey, where'd you go? <laughs> Please help." So I guess you I guess it is your job. Um, in the end, because Ori was revived by the tree itself, you find a way to revive Nehru, which is great. Um, you do. Yeah, it's really cute. And in the final fight against Kuro, because that's eventually who you're fighting, um, Nehru literally like throws herself at Kuro um, to like defend Ori. And in seeing this like display of mother motherly like care, Kuro has like that kind of uh, realization. It's like I can't, I can't like, I know what this is like. I'm not going to take this mo- I'm not going to take this child away from this mother. Even though I feel so much rage, and I know the spirit is like kind of like the reason. Um, so uh, yeah, Kuro, Kuro ends up taking Sign back to the tree. Um, but because of all the events that happened, there was like a fire happening. Uh, I believe Kuro is destroyed by the the light that is emitted when Sign um, comes together with the tree. But Ori and um, Nairu and Gumo find the egg and then the game ends with the egg about to hatch and it's really cute.
0: Aww. Um,
1: it's a really cute game and it's it, it, like so it's, it's a game that's built on like running it really fast um, because when you start, oh thank you, when you start the game is like yeah this is how long it took you to beat the game. So it feels stressful, but like there's no time limit. But it's one of those games where it's like, yeah, once you know what to do and know what the like mechanics of the enemies are, it's like, cool, let's see how fast we can do this. Because that's kind of like the classic Metroid style or Castlevania. They're always like, cool, you beat the game, do it faster. <coughs> Excuse me. Actually, the, the latest Metroid, uh, Metroid Dread, it has um, unlockable art. Uh, that you get for beating like the game on hard mode in under like two hours or three hours it's ridiculous i haven't tried it but that's the whole thing uh, but yeah that's of the blind forest it's really cute it's really worth it, it it's super cheap you, i think it's on both consoles but i think the the second game was on just xbox because xbox bought everything or something i don't know but yeah what's your second thing <clears throat> Let me
0: restart.
1: You did not restart anything. <laughs> you pressed lap.
0: No, I didn't.
1: Oh, you. Oh, you pressed stop. You gotta press lap. That's why.
0: Oh, I should press lap. Yeah,
1: because when you press lap, it's no, like I know what happens. It tells you how long and then how long from there. I know. Well, you didn't because you didn't press. It. I
0: know what happens. I didn't want it there. I didn't want to see. The how previous. long I took? Yeah. Mm. 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 Mm.
1: You're cutting in, you're thirty seconds into your time and I already took a minute out yeah. of your time.
0: Well, I don't need that long. Alright. So nee, 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 nee. interlude. Do 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 interlude.
1: Someone woop, got woop. enough sleep.
0: Woop woop woop. Nee, woop. Nee, nee.
1: woop woop woop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's the interlude. I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, we'll be here all week. <laughs> yeah. In our living room.
1: Well, for the most part, that's kind of where we live the <laughs> most, literally.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, now I'm one minute in. Everything's in shambles. I don't know what to do.
1: Well, the interlude is still interluding. <laughs> 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 What's your second take? <laughs> Stop coughing at me.
0: <laughs> okay. You're coughing at me.
1: You gotta cough like a kindergartner. Tongue out, eyes bulging out of your face. <laughs> like... <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that video of uh, uh, the... The man
0: who does the kids.
1: Yeah, of, of like what teaching kindergarten does is going to be kid. like. Yeah. I got some yogurt. <laughs> I got some cheese. Some cheddar cheese. Oh, that guy, yeah. So there's this doing? there's
0: this other guy who like does these videos of like him talking to like his students, and he like always has like whenever he is his students he always like has his shirt so his stomach <laughs> is showing, and then he's always like my my hamster died, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm then, and you then he's like oh I'm so sorry that happened like are you okay yeah he. He ran to the... He ran under the fridge. We couldn't find him. Like, he does, like... He's, like... Anyway. It's not usually that sad. I don't know <laughs> why I made it. It's a really sad story. No, but
1: the, the, it's the cough. The cough of a yeah. small child is unabashedly yeah. the grossest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah,
0: And then he will do, like, a really weird cart half cartwheel, like, in between <laughs> the desks and knock the desks over. Anyway. He's, like, watch what I can do. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, now I'm three minutes into my. Oh. No. My thing is. You sure is, you had a second thing? Yeah, I did. Okay. My thing is visiting an art gallery.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. No, I was gonna talk about this a little bit.
0: Well, you didn't. So <laughs> get in line, buddy boy. Okay. Or join in whenever you like. Okay. Um, last weekend. Art galleries are.
1: Our so I couldn't. I wanted to do it like a child. <laughs> Our galleries are great. <laughs> I will. If I chime in, I'll be appropriate. Please continue. I'm sorry.
0: Last weekend, Brennan and I went to the National Art Gallery of Ontario in Ottawa, and it was a lovely time. I first went to that gallery when I was in grade eight, and. uh...
1: Why don't you tell us about the the man that, like, screamed weird things at you?
0: No. <laughs> but that's not a part of the art gallery story.
1: No, you're right. I just thought it was a fun fun tidbit.
0: Oh, well, I'm fine to leave it out today. Okay. Thanks, though. <clears throat> right. Um. Anyway, uh, so we went to the art gallery, and uh, I had never been to an art gallery really before because my parents aren't really into art, so... Aw, that's lame. Yeah.
1: Your parents are lame. Your parents are, are losers.
0: I went to like other things when I was like in elementary school, but I just I don't think I ever went to like look at art. But also, I don't know if I would have had the patience to do that as oh, really? a
1: child. Oh, really? Well, that's fair. I, I to be fair, I don't think I looked at art until like a, I went to an art gallery until I was like twenty one. So like my parents are okay. Elementary. Well, no, no, no. My parents are losers too. It's fine.
0: Get out of here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, they, my my dad was more into like kind of doing sports things, but. We didn't have like the money to actually enroll in intramural sports because that always costs money, mm-hmm. like at school. So like, well, anyways, continue. In
0: your community, usually. What? In your community, you would do sports. That's usually very...
1: where. Anyway, it was always at the school. What are you talking
0: about? Oh, I didn't know it cost money at the school.
1: Yeah, usually just for like gear and stuff. Oh yeah,
0: I guess. So.
1: Yeah, that's that makes it. sense.
0: Uh, anyway, so I have never really looked. At art before this class trip to the gallery and uh, that was the first point when I was like wow art is cool and uh, looking at these like pieces from like hundreds of years ago and kind of like we went like on a tour at that point and uh, having someone like show you around and be like look at this painting look at how the light creates symbolism look at this painting. This is what this means. Or like tell you interesting information about the author or like their inspiration. Um, And so that was like the first time I ever really did that and really considered art in a meaningful way, I guess. And so ever since then, I've always really liked going to the national art gallery, especially that gallery in Ottawa. um, Just because it has a special place in my heart for being like, one of the first places that
1: I, like... You opened your at. eyes to art. Yeah.
0: Um, and, yeah, so we went there, and it was a lovely time. We saw some cool art. We saw some old art. I saw William Hogarth. Portrait of the some man, man.
1: The legend. The um, the thesis.
0: Yeah. That's him. Um, <laughs> and... We saw some cool old paintings. We saw some cool statues. We saw some interesting contemporary art. I don't always understand contemporary art, but I really like that procession piece. The what? Where we sat in that room oh, and there yeah. was like a procession. I don't know. I'm going to look up and see if I can find who the That's artist fair. is. Because so, I have three minutes
1: left. Well, I'll, I'll chime in a little bit. So me and Melissa had like a whole conversation which I, I still have a hard time with, but I will say there's technically no such thing as bad art. Because art is absolutely subjective, and even if I don't visually like agree with it or like it, it's not necessarily bad. I can hate it. I can absolutely not like it. And I absolutely do not like a lot of contemporary art because it's so abstract. And if the abstraction has to be explained to me, then I don't think it's doing like a good enough job. Uh, at at, kind of presenting itself as art, and that's my own take, and I'm I feel like there's a lot of people that kind of share that, but it's not important. There's no such thing as bad art, and I'm saying it. I'm saying it here. No such thing as bad art. Um, <clears throat> but boy howdy, there was some wild art in the contemporary section, and I, like it's I in, so I do want to do an episode so badly. I love hating things, um, and some of this art. Let me tell you. Um, what was it? I think there was like a yellow line on the right side of an entirely black canvas that was probably like twenty feet by twenty feet. That was it.
0: Mhm.
1: And it was just it was hanging up in the National Art Gallery of Ontario.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the thing we saw was called More Sweetly Play the Dance. That was sweet. William
1: Kentridge.
0: Yeah, that was sweet. And uh, he's a South African artist who encircles viewers in a seemingly endless parade of people featuring a dancing procession of animated drawings and videos. The 35 meter long phrase... I don't know. ...of moving images and sound invites us to to join in a dance macabre. While offering an opportunity to reflect on injustice and inhumanity, yeah, it was yeah, the, really beautiful.
1: The depictions in that kind of procession was really neat.
0: Yeah, because uh, it like played on the like medieval death procession, but that's also... what it was.
1: I knew like it seemed familiar, but I don't know enough about history yeah. to like think about it. Well, it
0: it said it on the plaque in there.
1: Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that part. Yeah, and yeah. to be fair, I really like this. There were some things in that thing that absolutely made no sense to me, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. I just want to make it clear that like even the stuff that I like doesn't necessarily have to make sense to me.
0: Well, yeah, I think it was like a lot of it um, was like, yeah.
1: It's been, and sometimes... they all
0: all the people in that procession symbolized something. Yeah, yeah. And it does. But
1: those, those wrenches. Oh. <laughs> and that, yeah. again. I know there are a lot of art that's not like a universal, for a universal audience, and that's fine. This is for these like South African audience. South African, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Or like that kind, like uh, people of that nature to know like the context of that. Um, just because simply I don't.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: That being said, a yellow line and a black canvas.
0: Yeah. But for someone. That's their expression. No, and
1: that's fine. I'm yeah, there's no there there is no bad art. But yeah, no, it was really cool. That whole art gallery was super neat. Uh, so oh. So <laughs> there was an explanation that I really, 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 really loved. <coughs> uh, just describing gothic architecture. Uh, and like it's basically just like a one-phrase joke for the internet, like for like a <laughs> Tumblr post or something, of just being like, my favorite thing about gothic architects. Is that they built all this like fancy stuff and they they were like, you know, what would be really good up here, a little freak, <laughs> just let's, let's just put a couple little freaks up here. Uh, so our, in
0: reference to gargoyles, yeah,
1: gargoyles are little like little statues that like were obtuse or like yeah, uh, obscure.
0: weirdly human features, or
1: proportioned differently. Yeah. So like, my favorite thing as we were as I realized, and I didn't take enough pictures, and that was on me, but as I realized, um, <clears throat> kind of that. Uh, Ottawa had, like, a lot of gothic architecture that I just, like, didn't think about. I so I tried to take this picture, or I tried to point out, at least, all the little freaks I could find. Yeah. All the little gargoyles, or sometimes, like, little little dudes on hats of people, like, in statues. Yeah. And the art gallery. Boy, howdy. All little freaks.
0: Yeah, well... well I,
1: so, but... You
0: were just talking about babies that look like well grown-ups.
1: So, the give it I'll I'll give it to the artists because obviously they, they there are reasons I'm not like I'm not ignorant to art history and stuff like that there are reasons why they're so praised and sometimes the reasons are more superficial than not but there there are reasons I get that but there are people that did not know how to draw babies
0: I think it's partially Anybody under of, the age of 17 I think it's partially because of the way I don't actually know the history the history but I do think there is a reason for that and partially it's because of how they saw like, being born and growing up. It was just
1: ugly. No. It was just ugly babies. Like babies were just ugly. But I
0: don't think they saw the distinction as much between babies and adults. Like, you... Is
1: that why, like, children were doing things they shouldn't have?
0: No. <laughs> Are you sure? No. Okay. Uh, no. Um...
1: Anyways, I, I think there was a, there's another uh, thing that I kept seeing on Tumblr whenever like a bunch of art stuff comes up. I think it was Michelangelo, Michael, uh, or no Michael. It was one of the famous Renaissance painters, I think, or artist. Where like any woman they drew was just like a like a buff dude, and it was like one of the best things because it meant like all the women they drew were just big and buff, and it was awesome. But like there's like a whole critique of certain artists where it's like yeah you did one thing you didn't really deviate but you just like did other things that didn't fit and it was like fine and some of these babies were just children with 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 adult faces and it just wasn't right and it wasn't okay <laughs> are you learning about the history of babies like that mm-hmm. and it's is it a bad history no yeah. oh, okay Anyways, there was like a little statue. I guess um, I'll I'll put I'll put as many freaks as I can for the post for this uh, episode on Instagram, um, which I guess our Instagram so, is okay. Sorry. No, go for it.
0: Um, most medieval babies were depictions of Jesus. Okay, and nope. also. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Hear Con- me out. Yeah, continue. <laughs> um, and no. there's a difference between the renaissance baby which starts to look more like a baby and the medieval baby which looks like a man um medieval portraits of children were usually commissioned by churches and that made the range of subjects limited to jesus and a few other biblical babies medieval concepts of jesus were deeply influenced by the homunculus which literally means little man there's a no! le- there's, This is basically what I was, I was saying. There's an idea that Jesus was perfectly formed and unchanged.
1: From birth? And if you
0: combine that with the Byzantine painting, it became a standard way to depict Jesus. In some of the images, it looked like he no. has male pattern baldness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Melissa, wait a second. A muscular,
0: adult looking Jesus became a convention for painting all children. Over time, it simply became the right way that people thought they should paint babies.
1: Okay, one. That's wild. Also, Two, they were wh- less
0: interested in realism.
1: That's fine. And that that that's a better argument. That's if, if they were just like, yeah, let's go ham on these babies. Let's 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 mess these babies up as much as possible. If that was the play, go for it. I'm here for it. If you're trying to tell me that they thought that Jesus came out of the womb like that and some just got elongated?
0: Yeah, but that's the idea that he was born perfect. Already,
1: yeah. So, but perfection isn't it, like. I, so, there's no standard for.
0: Uh, Brennan. I know. I know. He's I know. unchanged. He's
1: born. He the should way. have been born a full man then. No. That's that's the problem. That's
0: but that was part of their beliefs. They believed he was a homunculus,
1: that. a low
0: man, a low freak. <laughs> he's a low <little> freak.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Anyways. <laughs> I, I was hoping that this would like help the cause This does not help this argument at all So this what is...
0: changed to make babies cute again? Okay Non-religious art flourished And people didn't want their babies To be Looking like ugly. creepy men
1: <laughs> They didn't want their babies looking like sin <laughs> Sin on paper
0: As portraiture expanded People wanted their babies to look like cute babies Instead of ugly adult homunculi. <laughs> <laughs> that changed the norms for a lot of art, including eventually portrayals of Jesus. Also, oh there's a difference in how children are viewed, which is another thing I was thinking about, in the fact that children are now viewed as innocents. Um,
1: so wait, so so that was a thing? Because even yeah. in your Hogarth paintings, children were, if they were like being children, they were like gross and sinful, and if they were studious like like adults it was like oh this this child is a good boy or girl or whatever and it's like that, that so that was a thing yeah you treat a child like an adult in the wrong way and it's like you're a yeah. good child but if like, you if you're acting like a child you're a bad child
0: yeah the difference is in like the medieval ages they conceptualized childhood as like tiny adulthood whereas really? like in the renaissance well, I guess, so they I, started to think about childhood as a unique stage where like children are innocent
1: that's fair i will argue that like yeah like s- hundreds of years ago for sure children kind of had to like carry a little bit of more weight than they do now i think they're doing way better now obviously but like yeah. they had to carry too much weight and yeah. that was that, that probably messed up a lot about of about children. their
0: children any less they still cared about oh, them no, no, no. the same
1: but the responsibilities that children had to take on were not responsibilities that children should take on.
0: Yeah, but that continued to happen, so... No, that's so what...
1: All I'm saying is that, like, I I kind of... I, I rescind my outrage up to the point. Um, Melissa showed me one of the scariest pictures I've ever seen. Uh, it was like... Uh,
0: Ugh! <laughs>
1: He's like, give me milk.
0: No! Mother, where's no. the
1: milk? <laughs> That's just a man, and he's got he's got the start he's got the beginnings of balding. Yeah, they did give him milk pattern baldness. Yeah. Anyways.
0: But also, like, okay, the child the child's scary, but, but the mom
1: but, is but, too. Yeah, the mom.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyways. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. At least they're clearly related. At least that baby a hundred percent came from that mother.
0: Anyway, so it's not just about them being bad at art. There is like a the, reason. No,
1: and it's, so that I'm not saying it's bad at art. I'm saying it's yeah. bad art.
0: We're <laughs> <laughs> saying that it's uncomfortable, and, yeah, and we're out of time. Now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. I, so I, I, was your glad. Your thing no, was, I was little freaks. Yeah, my, th- I little freaks. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. We didn't introduce. That we're broadcasting on the Facilities of Trent Radio at uh, 92.7 C- F- F- Uh Thanks to everybody at Trent Radio. Thanks to Matt Campbell for our music. Um, I really want to do an episode with you over the phone, but like I'd rather just have you here, and I think that's going to be impossible. So I think I might just come to you over the summer, but we'll see.
0: That sure would be butter. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, f- uh, c- check us out on Instagram. Our our handle is at w l s a s s y w l sassy, and, and you can email us. You can send us a little, send us some likes, and we'll t- we'll tell other people about. Uh, we'll tell you about the likes that you tell us about. Our email is we like stuff and so at gmail.com. Uh, but that's all the time we have. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Bye.